Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Okay, guys, one of the biggest stories around this morning is the hugely anticipated one-off documentary Brian and Arthur's Very Modern Family is set to air tonight, 9.35pm on RT1 and the player. Do not miss it. I have a little clip. Have a listen to this. TV host Brian Dowling and his husband, Dancing with the Stars judge Arthur Gurunlian, are having a baby. And Brian's younger sister, Aoife, is their surrogate. They've decided to share the highs. In a way, I feel like it's kind of transforming Arthur and I in. And lows. Both of us aren't equal in our rights. If you have enough money and a dark heart, you can buy a baby from its biological mother and pretend it has two fathers. Of their journey to parenthood. Like, obviously, I've carried her for nine months, so I do want to see her, but I don't know how I'm going to be feeling, so. Okay, so the first question I want to ask you is why? Why do a documentary? I think we wanted to share our story, and there was a lot more to the story. I think people look at you on Instagram and they have an assumption of who you are and your relationship. And we always try and keep Instagram quite upbeat, quite light and quite fun. This is one of the biggest things we've ever done in our lives. Also, it involved my sister Aoife. And I thought sharing, when we said yes to doing it, I then thought, oh no, we're going to share too much. So first of all, it was sharing the experience with people and just saying, if you don't have a family the regular way in Ireland in 2023, okay, this is what you go through. And to show the reality of surrogacy. And surrogacy, I used to always think surrogacy was a thing that just affected gay people. Not at all. It affects families, heterosexual couples all over the world, all over Ireland. Yep. And people have been doing this in Ireland since the 90s. Nice you know, and straight away when RT approached us, we were like, yeah, if we're in something, we're really, we'll really in. We're very transparent. And also we want to show our journey. Do you know what I mean? Because I was pro-adoption. I wanted to adopt. Didn't happen, unfortunately, because I wanted to save kids. Mm -hmm. And then, and also, I'm not going to lie. I didn't want to spend $160,000 yeah. to create a family. I was like, why? There are so many kids out there. But obviously, getting old and also being gay, it was a little bit hard for us. And uh, and, and then the miracle happened. And Aoife helped. Aoife. Um, <coughs> on that day, you guys went for a walk and yep. she said she was going to oh. carry your yep. child. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just trying to put myself into your shoes. I would always, I'd be so overwhelmed and happy, but I would always be cautious. a little bit cautious. Yeah, totally. Oh my goodness, totally. I'd be like, can you sign this really quickly? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you How think about you it, I mean, I felt when she has said at that time, because we had numerous conversations yeah, we did. over yeah. the years, oh, okay. and she'd been saying it since 2014, 2015. She's only 33, so she would have been quite young back then. She was very adamant, and there was just something in her voice, and so, there was a gravitas in her tone that I thought she, she'd done research. She, she was going to see a therapist to talk about it. This was stuff she'd set in motion. But of course, I was cautious the whole way through. You know, even in that hospital, I held on to the cot that Blake was in for fear of Aoife changing her mind. For fear at some points my family would interject and stop it. There was just, and also... Irrational, we, kind of irrational. Irrational, thoughts. it is, because you're thinking, you're in a country where... It's not that it's legal or illegal. There's, it's not regulated. So it's almost like a free-for-all. Yeah. We didn't honestly know. But with Aoife, I just had to trust her. And we were right to trust her because in hindsight, I think we said it to Ryan on Friday, in hindsight, looking back, you go, why was I being so silly? But this was our child that was growing inside of her. And I was fearful she'd have an emotional, but also a mental attachment 
to that child. And when I say she didn't, it makes me sound like Aoife is really cold hearted. Not at all. She knew from day dot this was never her child. But She's also, Blake's aunt. It's mm. the unknown because when you're not doing anything, it's the first time we in this journey. I didn't know about surrogacy before in my entire life. So we didn't know what will happen, but we're going with the flow. I, I he was panicking a lot. I was more like a mellow. I was trying to be positive. Mm. I'm like, it will be fine. If it's intelligent, she knows exactly what she's doing, we'll be fine. But there was a moment when bro was like, Oh my god, what if? I was like, don't say that. I don't want to hear the what if. Words. Now, Aoife has been thrust into the limelight as part oh. of your story, and she did amazing on the Late Late Show, she I have did. to say, uh, because she's not a, a no. show telly. busy telly person. And when we shot the documentary, it's it's taped. Yeah. And Aoife Savage, who was our producer director, was fabulous, would ask loads of questions, but then stop and, okay, just redo it again and take your time. This was live telly. Stuarty, it's Ryan Tuberty. It's a, it's, it's a big show, show for her. And I remember even picking no, out her dress. No, show, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picking out like her dress and her hair yeah. and makeup. She was, she just just wanted it and the feedback she's been getting also the high praise from the sisters the sisters were like you were so articulate you were so good and it came from the heart and I think people have not heard from Aoife before And to hear that, I think, I just think it reassures people that she's okay. And that's yeah. why it's really good with the documentary because they're going to see if uh, it's her story too to tell to everybody, you know? That's pretty good. Um, it, what's really interesting about the show is that we hear from you guys and Aoife from watching it. Did, did it give you an insight into how each of you were just coping in the run-up to Baby Blake's arrival? What was really good was shooting the show for me was actually like therapy. Because you you said sure. we, and also we shot it in our home, so it was quite comfortable yeah. for us. But we, we we would do conversations, me by myself, uh, Arthur and I, or Eve, Arthur and I. And what was quite nice was hearing their side through all of this as well. Because obviously certain stuff we didn't talk about just day to day in the house, and it was quite nice hearing how they were feeling. And I quite liked talking to the camera and talking to Aoife. It was almost like free therapy. But like I always say, we're like three musketeers. We've always been together. We supported each other. No matter what was happening, if somebody's down, we will actually be there for I was each never other. down once. <laughs> Does she babysit? She does. Oh, she's grief is great. <laughs> I was like, she like they are besties, but I always say you're gonna be rivals. I wait for Eve is with her today, this morning, because yeah. we're watching the documentary yeah. together, and they've got a great relationship. But sometimes, like Blake will rile up at Eva. No. That's what I'm saying. I go, Blake, what's what are you giving that time to Eva for? And then she comes to me, and she stops, and she gives Eva a bit of a side eye. <laughs> and I quite like that relationship. And also, we're very lucky with domestic surrogacy that. Aoife is in Blake's life and yeah. when we tell yeah. Blake how much we wanted her and she was inside Aoife's belly it's so unique mm-hmm. that Aoife can tell her what it was like to carry yeah. her Yeah, you It's know. more common than people think I have to say I remember talking about surrogacy last year mm-hmm. and a woman on the dart was carrying her friends yeah. uh, John, like it's happening and domestic surrogacy if you can do it it is amazing however our, um, we're a little bit behind with rights and regulations like you said it's a bit of a free yeah. for, free for all, all yeah. isn't it uh, so the legal side is, is a huge element in surrogacy can you explain Arthur what a, a declaration of parenthood is and why was it's so important to secure in the days after you welcomed Blake? What? Yeah, it's it's an order from the court okay. and it acknowledges the biological father as a legal parent together with Aoife. Right. So Aoife is down on Blake's 
birth cert as Blake's legal mother. Yeah. Aoife not Blake's biological mother as we used an egg donor. So one of our names is down as father and then Aoife is down as, as mother. legal mother. We're hoping though with the legislation what will happen is Aoife's name will be removed mm-hmm. from any legal document yeah. and both our names are on it whether it's parent A, parent B, parent one or parent two. Even the day she was born Aoife insisted on signing paperwork that would allow us to be consulted if Blake needed any sort of medical yeah, attention. she didn't want to be responsible for anything happening in hospital, so she had to sign over so we can take that decision, which was very hard, very emotional, and, uh, but she did it because she's like, I don't want to be responsible for whatever happening here in the hospital. And what I was unaware of is, well, we, we know, obviously, uh, biology of our daughter, <clears throat> but we had to do a DNA test. Yeah. And we thought that was, a ve- but also anyone that has children through surrogacy and Aaron has to do a DNA test I really resisted that I was like why you I just I thought it was degrading for our daughter to have to do that and she was only a few hours old but it's just part of it and also I was really unaware that in the eyes of the law with Aoife being Blake's legal mother Aoife had all the rights Yeah, you know and what about the dad or the dads what about the dad if that's just one but there's obviously two of us mm. but it was just it, it, the hospital and we had to have a social care team around us advising us I really resisted that initially I, I didn't I thought it was so we couldn't understand why we're doing this because we're yeah. gay it's a cost yeah. surrogacy it's like we feel attacked but it wasn't that it wasn't that and also I think they were very aware that this had to work for us. It yeah. had to work for they were Aoife. Amazing. It was they the were. unknown. You know, there was obviously Aoife couldn't hold Blake straight away. She had to be in a separate room. And now looking back on it, you go, well, it was all done for the right reasons. When you're in it, and I don't think people fully realise the legality. Like, there's, we're still court papers, court cases. We're still there's still learning so every much day going new. on. But like you said, surrogacy was a taboo. Nobody was talking yeah. about it. People will do surrogacy, like like you said, friends will help or sister will help, but nobody wants to talk about it. What's happened with us when we announced last year, everybody's like, oh my God, what's going on? What's happened? Because we're so loud and we're proud. We're so happy that we're pregnant. Now people start talking about it. So, well, it's and given I other say, people hope. Exactly, 100%. Families. Not just the gay community, but other no, people. Everybody. This is nothing to do with gays, <clears throat> just like for everybody. And I said, if the show helps one, two, three, four, five families. I've done my job because I want to help people. I want to tell our story while we did. I never forget asking you um, on the set of dancing. I was like, why did you post so many pictures of Blake? I know she's the cutest child ever, <laughs> but your answer was, um, it kind of blew me away a little bit. And I didn't really think about it because he said, you know, when he fled Armenia, there wasn't many photographs of his childhood. And now you just want to have document absolutely yeah. everything. And I'm obsessed. Never forget obsessed. those little moments. You're right. Like, I think I have only five pictures of me when I was a baby. That's all I have. Literally, I, I don't have any pictures. I think the only pictures I have of me is from 17 years old yeah. up. So I don't have any pictures. So for me, I have this paranoia that my child won't have any pictures. Well, we'll, we'll, so we, I think we'll, we'll have enough pictures to play. <laughs> I'm a bit like, do you really need to post her again in this outfit? Like, even I'm a bit like holding her back going, really? Tell me about Blake. Is she doing the cover of Life magazine now? She's just on the Late Late Show. What's she doing? What's Vogue. Next? Harper's Vogue. Bazaar. Oh, That's the thing. She loves... The, the camera. camera. Oh, this, I swear, <laughs> it's like, you can't plan this. But even when Aoife was pregnant and Declan Keane, our consultant, said, every scan we went to, <laughs> he never she seen. looked at, at the, the camera, camera, everyone. And he's had women come in for the whole pregnancy have never seen their child's <laughs> face. We had no option. She was smiling. She keeps staring at the camera and smiling. She loves it. a round face. She actually came out exactly what she looked in the scan. 
She's, yeah. she actually, yeah, no, she's so good. Beautiful. And she's, she's so good. good. She's such a good baby. Does she sleep through the night? Yes. Yeah. And has been for ages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From like around eight to eight. Oh, that's that's good going. Yeah, she's, she's so busy. I was obsessed with routine. Okay. Uh, routine, 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 routine. Did you read the parenting books or did you just take it? No, I cannot be reading your books. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm the one that's in there. I'm stuck in the middle. No, of because it. Mercedes, you know, it. so many people like give us advice. Did, yeah. Pippa, Every did Pippa give different. you a lot of advice? Oh. Pippa? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I can't repeat it, but it was, it was <laughs> good advice. It involved champagne. For me, not the baby. Okay. What's the next challenge legally? Both our names on the birth okay. cert. That's, you that's know, the biggest thing. I just find that so difficult for parents that have a child. And also, it's not just for us. And people are saying, oh, well, it makes no difference. Yes, it does make a difference. It's a legal document. And I also feel that Blake deserves to have both her parents' names, whether it's on her birth cert or any legal document. And it's about giving that person the same rights as their partner. Totally. It's insane to me. Yeah, because Blake has two parents, Brian and I. That's it. Yep. Ife is just the aunt. So yeah. I'm actually... Uh, can't wait for that to happen. Yeah, hopefully I can't it will. wait for it to happen. Hopefully it's going to happen soon. And it it just needs people to keep talking about it and keep making noise about it. Mm-hmm. And thank you for making that documentary because it is absolutely need A lot of nice mm-hmm. texts coming in for you guys. Just want to read them out to you. Uh, Jennifer, Brian and Arthur, you guys are an absolute tonic on this wet, miserable Monday morning in Leash now in regards to our national anthem. All my kids <laughs> learned it in school. We got a small little rural school in Leash. The boys and yourself need to go to a good few GAA matches. Then you'll oh, learn it fairly quickly. Jen, that, that's the main point I wanted to make this next texter says it's not about the gay community because for so many couples irrespective of their gender Mm. or their sexual orientation surrogacy is a real viable option for couples who cannot conceive no matter what their circumstances if you're a parent you deserve to be on the birth earth for the child's sake this is not about you guys no we always say it's all about the child it's about family. It's the child. Forget about us. It's for my child. When I think you said something earlier that the memories for a child is four years. Or oh, something. lads, yeah, like, sorry. Yeah, tell uh, me because Brian I, is I'm feeling really guilty because yeah. he's he's uh, out all day. Anna, Anna, he's he's out all day and he can't be with Blake today. And I said, don't worry, I had a child psychologist in. They <laughs> yeah, said they've yes. no memory until they're four, so you'll be grand. So well, I'm just booking a flight you. to New York for tomorrow for <laughs> seven remember, days. Oh, your life is over when they turn four, so you're okay till then. Um, listen, thanks so much for coming in. I Keep really appreciate it. I know us. you're so, so busy. Uh, Brian, um, I, I, I have to say good luck on your radio show. <laughs> do you? Yes, thank good you. Luck. No, I do. Thank because you, so you much. are born for the radio oh. and it, you're a joy. And I wish you the very you best did ask luck. Me but I, I hope I... nobody listens to you. <laughs> you. You did ask me if I can work the desk. I went, that's Suzanne's job. <laughs> I just want a clock so I can tell the guy that Suzanne do all All that. I want is you're a gonna clock. You're going to be amazing. You're going to be you. amazing. Uh, Art there, final on Sunday. How excited are you? I'm actually buzzed. Because you know what? I think it's a heat, strong, powerful final. It is. For amazing, it is. incredible I, I, humans. The thing that we're like, they're all quite similar. So similar. You know? Like, if you ask me to pick a winner, you I couldn't. can't. You no, couldn't. I couldn't. The big question is what are you going to be wearing? <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. I think I'm surprised game. every week. Are you? I'd say you are. Oh, oh yeah. Game. No, I want to be classy. I don't know. You want to be Fiona, classy. if you're listening to me, good luck. Okay, good luck. Poor yeah, Fiona. Yeah. God love And her. why are you wearing an dirham? Because oh. I have to say, you two brought it. Oh, yeah. Every week, yes. you look incredible. I was saying to Brian, I sit actually behind the desk, and every time I'm staring at him, I was like, 
Wow, Jane. I'm so uncomfortable Jane, wow. on set. It's oh, unbelievable. I just listen. But thank you for saying, um, because I've worked really, really hard on that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's paying off. Oh, oh, salads man. every day. Exhausted. No, you look amazing. Oh, it's worth it. I She's in gym clothes today. Yeah, she yeah. is wearing shorts. I'm wearing it. shorts and a jumper. Uh, rap party, will you be coming to the rap party? No. What? That would be Papa's Night. Yeah. I'm recording the podcast the next morning. And you're working oh, yeah. Or yes, yeah. and I have something else that day. Okay. And I'm hosting Six O'Clock Show that day as well, so That's I can't right. have a hangover. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look at yeah. you doing live telly as well. Oh, I listen. listen. You, you have a face like this. I, absolutely. <laughs> Come on. Get it around. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming thank in. You, you Thanks, can text Jen. the show 51552. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM.